we've talked a lot in the past about the Mercer family, Robert Mercer, billionaire, who helped Steve Bannon and others to bankroll Donald Trump, founded the or the seed money, gave the seed money for Cambridge Analytica, the data firm that used Facebook user data to help elect Donald Trump and really have been at the forefront of many of these uh, far-right schemes and obviously trying to maintain power. Rebecca Mercer has turned into one of the chief financiers of the fascist movement, according to my guest, Igor Derish, who is a staff writer at the uh, magazine Salon online and does a deep dive into the Mercer family and what's going on right now. Welcome to the program. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me. So they've been in the news before, uh, certainly the Mercers, going back uh, to uh, the early days of Trump. And then as we learned more about Cambridge Analytica, uh, and and that blew up uh, certainly as a story. I mean, Steve Bannon had had worked with them from way back, but they haven't gone away. And in fact, they're even more uh, involved in uh, movements, including connections to the uh, groups that led the siege on the Capitol, as uh, as you point to. Talk a little bit about just uh, who they are for those people who don't uh, really know, so we can then get into what they're doing now. Yeah, so Bob Mercer, he's a former IBM computer scientist who went on to become the uh, co-CEO of Renaissance Technology, which is a sort of AI-based hedge fund. They do algorithm trading, high-frequency trading. Um, He stepped down uh, a few years ago, but his company is still fighting the IRS over a $7 a billion dollar tax bill. And he's frequently described as this private reclusive uh, billionaire, but people uh, told the New Yorker that he's this conspiracy theorist who believes that the Clintons murder opponents and ran a drug smuggling ring through the CIA when they were president. And people also said that he report uh, doesn't think there's really much racism in the U.S. except from, quote, black racists, that climate change is actually a good thing. Uh, his first foray into politics, they weren't really involved until uh, early in Obama years. Uh, his first foray into politics was actually backing a French climate-denying scientist um, named Arp Robinson in uh, Oregon. He's probably best known for his research into um, efforts to extend life and collects thousands of samples of human urine to study them. And he ran against a uh, longtime Oregon uh, progressive Repub- uh, representative, Peter DeFazio, who was one of the co-founders of the Congressional Progressive Caucus and specifically wants to regulate some of the high-frequency trains that Renaissance was doing. And he also made some waves here in New York where he was the primary donor of a campaign uh, against what was labeled the Ground Zero Mosque which was neither at Ground Zero or a mosque um, as part of this effort to back the conservative party candidate Rick, uh, Rick Lazio, 
Um, and he's also donated to a bunch of, you know, conservative groups like the Heritage Foundation, anti-abortion groups, Christian universities, pro-death penalty causes. Um, Rebecca Mercer, who is his uh, middle daughter, who runs the Mercer Family Foundation and is widely responsible for a lot of their political support. Um, well, they were originally part of the Koch network, which, you know, has dominated Republican donations for years, but they kind of fell out with due to Rebecca's frustration with the group. And Rebecca, who was also worked at, at Renaissance, and she, you know, I, she is basically like homeschooling her four kids in this $28 million Trump-branded apartment in uh, Manhattan and describes the U.S. in very apocalyptic terms. She was instrumental in uh, connecting Trump with uh, Bannon, like you mentioned, uh, Kellyanne Conway, Michael Flynn, and obviously they, they funded Cambridge Analytica, which along with working for the Cruz campaign and helping the Trump campaign essentially steal Facebook user data. They were also involved in helping the uh, Brexit campaign in the UK. Mm-hmm. And she also helped uh, in establishing Breitbart, which, of course, uh, Steve Bannon uh, formed, was the editor, and uh, he was, um, you know, he called it the home of the alt-right. Then he stepped down. He was ousted after Trump uh, got angry when the comments came out and uh, uh, one of the books that he had a attacked uh, Donald Trump Jr., called him unpatriotic or something like that. And then then the reports were that Rebecca Mercer was pulling back from Breitbart, but that's not true, is it? No. Um, so Breitbart basically uh, laid the foundation for what became the Trump movement in uh, many people's eyes. Uh, they met uh, Steve Bannon at a Club for Growth event. The Club for Growth is a key conservative group that uh, the Mercers have sunk a lot of money into the then goes and funds other candidates. They have a very, I mean, their donations go through all these various groups, often through other various groups before making it to uh, super PACs and political accounts. And they didn't just fund uh, Breitbart and Bannon. They also funded all these different Bannon projects like uh, the Government Accountability Institute, which is this uh, – pseudo-intellectual conservative group that published, they went, got big for publishing Clinton cash during the 2016 campaign, which ostensibly exposed all these Clinton money scandals and then later got into a lot more uh, discredited conspiracies about Hunter and Joe Biden. And um, uh, after the election, obviously some of this election fraud stuff and yeah, after even though there was a lot of talk about them pulling back from Bannon, who by the way they put in charge Rebecca Beck, uh, Mercer pretty much the shake up putting Bannon and Kellyanne Conway, who she had worked with on Cruz's uh, campaign when they were back in Cruz initially. Um, during the during when Paul Manafort was still running the campaign, she led a major organization, really changed the face of that campaign, really implanted Bannon at the helm of that. Um, when they allegedly pulled back their support um, publicly, uh, they still con continued to fund Breitbart, where, uh, according to that New Yorker report I cited, uh, Mercer was very involved in the day-to-day -day decisions and emails them about, you know, typos and um, content that she should, uh, stories that they should be covering. 
and also continue to support uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, who uh, hasn't really been mentioned much in the media these days, but he was a big-time conservative troll, uh, as I guess he was ostensibly the tech editor at Breitbart, um, and he made some comments defending pedophilia after uh, Trump's election, and Breitbart fired him, and from what I understand from BuzzFeed's reporting, they Mercers continue to send him money and continue to support him even after all that. And now we have the connection to Stop the Steal uh, by uh, various groups that were involved uh, in the rally that led to the insurrection and various groups that obviously participated in the interaction to Rebecca Mercer and the Mercer family. Yeah, so that's what I really focused on with the article is just how wide the Mercer's tentacles reached throughout every single part of sort of what happened after the election. So obviously they backed Trump. They also backed Cruz and Hawley and Kevin McCarthy's uh, big pack. They gave him like a million and a half dollars this past election cycle, even though there were all these reports about them pulling back their funding. Um, McCarthy obviously was the first Republican speaker in, in the hours after the Capitol riot to defend the vast, the majority of his House Republican caucus then voting to object to the electoral ca- uh, electoral count shortly after that. And she was also they've also uh, given uh, tens of thousands to Mo Brooks, who was accused by Ali Alexander, who's one of the uh, organizers of Stop to Steal, of having actually planned the event. The, the rally that preceded the riot the, when they marched uh, from the ellipse to to the Capitol. And Alexander himself worked for uh, this small, tiny, mysterious group called the Black Conservatives Fund, which were, you know, created in 2016 to sort of hype up uh, African-American support for Trump. And Alexander apparently worked there uh, as, as an advisor at the time. Um, but they're also involved with, you know, countless other players in this. They backed the RNC, which was instrumental in pushing some of these lawsuits around the country. They were involved. They were uh, – the Intercept actually picked up on this uh, a couple weeks ago about how they were the primary funder for Kelly Ward, who's the uh, repeatedly failed Arizona Republican Senate candidate that then went on to wage this whole – uh, just this campaign to push Trump's lies. She joined the Texas Republican-led lawsuit to overturn results in states that were in Texas. Uh, her, the Arizona Republican Party, which she's the head of, posted these. They promoted Alexander's tweets. They also posted things like, uh, are, are you willing to give up your life for, for to fight for Trump? Um, and they also bankrolled Citizens United, which is a... Um, right group most closely associated with the decision to just allow all this dark money to go into politics, which was run by David Bossie, who also was Trump's deputy campaign manager and was later selected to run uh, to oversee his election election challenges after the after his loss. And I mean, beyond that, very... then there's also some of these, these other hate groups that they've invested in, like the Gatestone Institute, which was largely linked to John Bolton and for years published just like anti-Islamic propaganda, but after the election sort of pivoted to promoting these election lies. And of course, the Government uh, Accountability Institute that Bannon started also did that as well. They've also been big funders of the Media Re- 
Research Center, who's mm-hmm. run by uh, Brent Bozell, this longtime uh, conservative right. sort of propaganda. I mean, they're they're very important for this Trumpist, you know, for the gravy train, especially the Koch brothers pulling back a little bit. Sheldon Adelson died, um, and, and and he was a a big uh, Trumpist as well and financier, and uh, had you know poured millions and millions of dollars in. And there's a lot of speculation about Josh Hawley, who's running for president, well, possibly in 2024, and he's been trying to position himself as the heir to Trumpism. And, you know, he needs money. He's losing money from a lot of different people. And Rebecca mm-hmm. Mercer had given him a near maximum donation in 2018. Is is there a, the possibility she's grooming him for 2024? Oh, no doubt. I mean, the, the Mercer's connection to Holly go all the way back to about uh, 2016 when he was the Missouri Attorney General and he was plotting to run against uh, um, Senator McCaskill in Missouri. Uh, he met with Mercer. He met with uh, the, the um, I forget his name, the person who runs Club for Growth, which is that, that group I mentioned that has received a ton of donations from Mercer. And he used his connection to Mercer to then court support from Steve Bannon, who was not a fan originally. And so we don't see direct uh, sort of contributions from the Mercers to Holiday, except for that uh, Rebecca Mercer direct donation to his campaign. But certainly the Club for Growth uh, is his number one backer um, in, in, in the elections. And certainly a lot of these groups could fill in the void that is being opened by uh, some of the corporate packs pulling out. What I mean, saying they're going to pull out anyone. Right, right, right. They're they're putting a hold, <laughs> as we're told. Um, really important, and uh, people should read your article. And we'd love to have you back again uh, to talk uh, more about this, because obviously we have to keep it. Thanks. I, um, just one thing I, I also wanted to mention was that Rebecca Parler, uh, Rebecca Mercer is also oh, the right, key yeah, investor in Parler, and Parler was right. essentially used to coordinate the attack on the Capitol by some of these, uh, right. some of the mob that's been arrested. And uh, she, you know, f- founded this as like a libertarian social network that uh, allows for free speech and defended herself in the Wall Street Journal op-ed saying that she's a small government libertarian who opposes bigotry despite, you know, funding all these hate groups and far-right pieces. After my piece was published, uh, Mercer uh, effectively fired the CEO of Parler, right. who he said she she stabbed him in the back uh, when he tried to implement the uh, new moderation standards of the company because they came under fire from Amazon and Apple and Google, who subsequently took them down. And he specifically said that Mercer opposed his push to crack down on neo-Nazis and extremist groups, which I think tells you a lot more about her ideology than her op-ed and says a lot uh, about why they're putting all this money into these causes. Absolutely. Very important to bring that up. And I had actually meant to mention Parler. Listen, thanks so much. Uh, really great stuff. And people can read your piece on Salon. Igor Derish, who is on Twitter, at... Igor Derrick, D-E-Y-R-Y-S-H, staff writer at Salon. Read his piece on Salon.com. We're back in a couple of minutes.